Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I was inspired to create this because I was having a conversation with one of my clients yesterday about self-limiting beliefs and believing that it is actually possible for you to make the changes in your life that you want to come to fruition. When we are embarking on a transformation, whether it is transforming our limiting beliefs, transforming our body, bringing our relationship to the next level, going to the next level in your career, starting a new hobby or interest, there is an inner dialogue that is at play in the background of our mind. And depending on how confident you are as a human, that can either motivate you to push you outside of your comfort zone, try new things, put yourself out there, or if you're lacking confidence in any of those areas, it can look like a lot of negative self-talk, like the belief that you're never gonna change, it's not going to be perfect, so why even get started in the first place? And then that shows up in our behaviors like procrastination, not following through with what we say we wanna do, and setting goals and never actually following through or sticking to them. Because here is the God honest truth, sister. If you do not have faith and believe that it is possible for yourself to make changes in your own life in any area, you will never be able to make the changes no matter how hard you work. I'm going to give you a few different examples and you can tell me. I want you to let me know on Instagram, does this apply to you? Because I know I am partly speaking from experience here. I'm partly speaking on behalf of the clients that I've worked with, but I bet there's a couple of these examples that you can relate to. So let me know. I'd love to hear it. Let's say you are embarking on a journey to change your body. Maybe you want to create healthier habits. Maybe you want to start going to the gym more. Maybe you want to eat healthier. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to build muscle. Whatever that looks like, whatever the goal you set for yourself is. So you start doing your research. You start looking for what the best diet or meal plan or fitness program is for you. And you print everything out. You have everything all organized and set up and you start going through the motions. So that week you're on top of it. You're going to the gym. You're eating healthy. You're working out. Monday through Friday you are killing it. And then Saturday comes around and you have brunch with your girlfriends. And you say, you know what? I've been so good all week. I'm just going to eat whatever the heck I want. So you order the pancakes you drink a couple mimosas, you end up feeling really guilty for making that choice because it's not in alignment with what you say you want the most. So you say, F it. I don't even care. I'm just going to eat like crap. Let's order some pizza tonight for dinner. And then you wake up Sunday feeling the same way and you say, you know what? I'm just going to start again on Monday. If this is you, you are not alone. There are a few reasons this is happening on a physiological level. One of them being that when you embark on a new fitness journey or health journey and you start eating cleaner, chances are you're probably not eating enough calories Monday through Friday. So if you do find yourself binging on the weekends, make sure you are eating enough throughout the week. And aside from the physiological reasons we are wired to crave food and tend to eat more at certain times than others, in that context, there is the underlying belief that I am not good enough, I am not worthy of making this change in my life, and I don't believe it's possible for myself. Now you might be thinking, whoa, (laughs) we went down there real quick. We got real deep real quick. I don't even know if I think those things. But if your actions are out of alignment with what you say you really want, so let's say 
say you want to get healthier. You set that goal for yourself over and over and over again. You say you want to lose weight. You say you want to build muscle. You say you want to get in better shape, but your actions do not consistently line up with that. And you find yourself overeating, self-sabotaging, sleeping in instead of going to the gym. There is an underlying belief within you that you do not believe it's possible for yourself to make these changes and or you are not deserving or worthy of making these changes in your life. I know it's pretty mind blowing, isn't it? This could be the reason that every single year that you set a new year's resolution to get in better shape. It's not necessarily that you don't have a good plan or good strategy or good intentions. There's just years of programming that has been built up inside of your brain, inside of your subconscious mind that I'm not deserving of success. I'm not good enough to do this. I don't even know how to do this and it's not going to be perfect. So I'm just not even going to try. I'm going to self-sabotage my efforts by overeating on the weekend and undoing all the progress I made during the week. And if this is the narrative that's running our life, if we have those subconscious limiting beliefs that are driving the car and we are not consciously aware of them and we do not bring it to our conscious attention, then no matter how hard we try, we are always going to self-sabotage, which again, looks like overeating. It looks like procrastinating. It looks like sleeping in instead of going to the gym. If you have ever said you wanted to do something and you haven't followed through with it for any of those reasons, there likely is a limiting belief that's holding you back from actually achieving the goal. So I just want you to think about that for a second. If you can relate to that in the fitness aspect or in the body aspect, then we will talk in a few minutes about how to actually work through those things, those self-limiting beliefs and how we can rewire them. But I want to give a few more examples first because ladies, I know you can relate to this next one. Let's say you're in a relationship or have been in a relationship in the past and everything's going really good. You guys are all lovey-dovey. You're having a bunch of fun together. Maybe you're having an awesome date. And then all of a sudden, it seems like out of nowhere, you find a reason to get mad at the person and you pick a fight. And this fight ruins your perfectly wonderful evening together. And in your brain, you're like, why the heck did I do that? I don't understand. This one was a hard one for me to wrap my brain around because overall, I feel like a very confident person. I've worked really hard to build up my self-worth and self-confidence over the years, especially in the context of relationships. But when we do this, A, it is a cry for attention because in that moment, our need is not being met. Maybe we want more attention. Maybe there's something that's under the surface that we're not courageous enough to bring up. So we pick a fight to kind of push the other person, get a reaction out of them because even though it's a negative reaction, it might be more more positive to get the attention from that person, which feels better than what you're not getting right now. Or B, I realized a lot of the times when I would do this, it came from a place of me not feeling worthy of the relationship, of the love the other person was giving me. So I had to self-sabotage by starting a fight, arguing, pushing back. And you will never be able to be in a relationship with another person without building up your own self-esteem, without building up your own self-confidence, self-worth to the place where you know you are worthy and deserving of love. And that way you do not project those insecurities onto the other person and start picking a fight just to get attention or to have them give you feedback, even if it's negative feedback, because at least that feels good to you because you're getting the attention you feel you need when really you can be filling up your own cup, doing self-care, making yourself feel loved so then you don't need that love from another person. And then the last example I'm going to use today is in your career. So I'm going to talk specifically about entrepreneurship and my experience with this, but I used to struggle with the belief that I was not worthy of success. And the way that manifested was I would say that I wanted to start a YouTube channel or a podcast or a blog, and I would put it off, put it off, put it off. I would wait until I had the perfect idea or until I felt good enough to actually sit down and write or record a podcast. And to be honest, when I'm not careful, I still catch myself doing this. I know that my limiting beliefs are holding me back when I start to procrastinate because procrastinating 
procrastination isn't just a matter of me being lazy. I'm definitely not a lazy person. I'm a very hardworking person by nature. But when I really sit down and think about it and say, why am I putting this off? Most of the time, it's because I'm scared that it's not going to be perfect, that people are going to think I'm a fraud, that I don't know what I'm doing, that I need to feel perfectly inspired and creatively energized to start working on the project when really finished is better than perfect because there's no such thing as perfection anyway. And if I was not conscious of this belief that deep down I did not believe I was worthy of success, I would never be able to do the work to push through that resistance, to overcome it, to show up even when I don't want to, even when I feel scared, even when I feel vulnerable, even when I would rather get down on my hands and knees and scrub my bathroom floor with a toothbrush than actually record a podcast. I know that it's important for me to show up because every single time I show up for myself, that is building trust. And when you build trust with yourself, that's how you build confidence. So that leads me into, okay, let's say you know, you're listening to this podcast, you're like, yes, 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 that is me, sister. I definitely have those limiting beliefs. How do I get through them? How do I uncover what they are so that I can move through to the other side and actually become successful in whatever area of my life that I want? So the first thing is recognizing that you have the beliefs in the first place, which hopefully you already did by listening to this podcast, but you can even sit down and journal this out. Like, where have I been holding myself back? Is there an area that I keep saying I want to do X, but my actions have been showing otherwise? So whether that's in your body, whether that's in your career, your relationships, where are you holding yourself back? What are the things that you keep writing on your goal list or your New Year's resolutions that you never actually follow through with? And why don't you follow through? Check to see if there's any self-limiting beliefs, anything you can think of. It usually stems from a fear of success, a fear of failure, a fear of abandonment, a fear of not being good enough, And once you've recognized those, you can start to do the work to work through it. So how do you actually work through it? The first thing is by rewiring your thought patterns, which takes a really freaking long time. So don't think that you're just going to read yourself an affirmation and be like, I am worthy of success. (laughs) And then all of a sudden the next day you're going to wake up and truly believe that. You have to write it down, speak it out loud, say it to yourself in the mirror. Actually make it something that is so meaningful to you that it makes you emotional when you read it. I think a lot of people get affirmations wrong in the sense that they just go on Google or they hear somebody say an affirmation. So they write it down they're like okay I'm just gonna open up my notebook in the morning and I'm gonna read myself my affirmations and then you read them for 10 days in a row you already know what they say so then your eyes kind of glaze over you're not actually reading it and if you are reading it you're not actually feeling into it so let's say you want to change the belief that you will never lose weight and that's just how it is usually this stems from something in our childhood somebody calling us fat on the playground one of our parents saying something to us about our weight and we carry those things into our adulthood without even being conscious of them so now that you're conscious of them, you can start to affirm that you are moving in the right direction. Affirmations to me aren't necessarily, hey, I'm dead broke right now and I'm going to write down, I'm a cabillionaire. (laughs) Or if you're trying to transform your body and you're nowhere close to where you want to be and you write down something that's completely unrealistic, you are likely going to feel like too much of an imposter and not actually believe the things that you're writing down. I like to make affirmations that are sort of in the present tense, like I am working towards something. For example, I am the kind of woman that follows through with what she says she wants for her life. I am the kind of woman that works out five days per week or moves my body for 30 minutes per day. I make my health and wellness my number one priority. 
by prioritizing nutrient-dense foods, getting enough sleep, and drinking enough water. I am an amazing partner and wife, and I am always looking at ways to make Mark feel special. I set a schedule for myself, and I actually stick to it because I feel so good when I am disciplined. I am changing the lives of thousands of women from around the world, and I am so deserving of my success and abundance. So those are just a few examples of affirmations that you can use, that I use, that aren't too out there, and that actually drop emotion in me. So when I'm saying those things, I'm actually feeling into them. I say one, I pause and reflect, maybe I read it or say it a few times, and then I move on to the next one. Don't just write down a list, read through it briefly every morning as you're rushing to get ready for work. Repeat these things, embody these things. And then the next thing that I like to do is how do I act in accordance with the type of woman I want to be? So if I'm the type of woman who puts her health and wellness first, what actions does that actually look like on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Well, on a weekly basis, that means I am prepping my food so that I have healthy choices available on hand at all times. On a daily basis, that means I'm waking up the first time my alarm goes off, making my bed, getting ready, and going to the gym. It means daily I am a disciplined woman, so I am sticking to my schedule because I know that makes me feel organized, productive, and like I'm adding value to the world. How can you act in accordance with the type of woman you want to become. That is another awesome journaling prompt that you can do. Just sit down, take some time for yourself, go to a coffee shop, stay at home, get cozy, light a candle, and say, what does the ideal version of myself look like? What does the 2.0 version of myself look like? What type of woman do I want to be? And then the more you start living in alignment with the type of woman you want to be, the more and more you'll start to believe in yourself. And not to say you'll completely eliminate your self-limiting beliefs, but they will start to take up less space in your head. They'll become less noisy and it will become easier for the default to be you believing in yourself. At the end of the day, it's understanding that you are placed on this earth for a very unique purpose and reason. And for us to shy away from sharing our gifts with the world because we're scared and insecure and have all these self-limiting beliefs that are so noisy and that are running the show in our lives, you are doing the world a disservice. I 100% believe in my heart that it is our job to do the work to uncover these limiting beliefs and not just uncover them. It's good to know about them, but it changes the game when you can change those limiting beliefs. Because when you can change your limiting stories to a more empowered story and believing that you are worthy of whatever you want to bring into your life, that is how you change the world. That is how you impact the people closest to you. That is how you become healthier and happier in your own life. Yes, the work is uncomfortable. Yes, this isn't easy. If you've been thinking one way for years and years and years of your life, do not expect to be completely perfect at this right away. But the goal should be to try. The goal should be to keep learning more and more about yourself so that you can shed away all those limiting beliefs and become more of who you truly are. The world needs you, sister. You have to show up. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe you're worthy of success. You have to believe you are worthy of making changes in your body or your life or your relationships or your career or whatever area because you deserve it. I hope you found this helpful. If you want to be surrounded by like-minded women who are all working through their limiting beliefs together, who want to level up into that 2.0 version of themselves, if you want to be surrounded by people who are inspired and confident in working to become better every single day, I would love, love, love for you to apply for my eight-week group coaching program. We're starting mid-January, but spots are going to fill up real fast. So book a call for December and we'll see if you're a good fit to get started in January. I would love to help you move past those 
self-limiting beliefs so you can finally step into your full potential and get out of your own way. You deserve success in your body, in your career, in your relationships. I know that's possible for you. Let's make 2020 the year that it happens. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.